Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. So listen to this. Uh, uh, John chapter 9, verse number 1 through 7, as he was passing by, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciple questioned him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? He said, neither this man nor his parents sinned. Jesus answered, this came about so that God's works might be displayed in him. Let me just preface this. There are some of your lives that have gone a rocky road. Uh, and you wonder, what, does God dislike me? Does he not? You know, does he need care? But I'm here to tell you the works of God are meant to be displayed in you. Let him do it. Quit being angry at him. Everybody, everybody in this life struggles. Everybody has heartache and loss. Everybody suffers. Everybody suffers. Few days and full of trouble. But I'm here to tell you, in my suffering, it is God's display of His goodness in His works in my life. I believe that. He said, this is what He said. We must do the works of Him who sent me. Well, well, it is day. I'm going to say this. He said, we must do the works of Him. He didn't just say I, because He was calling together His disciples and imparting to them gifts in the ministry that he himself worked. And in fact, the ministry that he worked, he looked at them and he said, greater things will you do. Do you have an expectation of God doing greater things through you than Jesus did on earth? Do we have a right to expect that? We do, because he said so. I'm not saying... You know, man, it's like, oh, uh, we're all humble. And no, we're not humble. We're scared. I, I got way more to say about that, but I'll stop. Listen to this. He said, we must do the works of him who sent me. Well, it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. After he said these things, he spit on the ground. Made some mud from the saliva. Spread the mud on, the, on his eyes. And he told him, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Which meant sent. He left, he washed, and he came back seeing. That is the coolest event ever. When I was in the military, I was in the boot camp. Farmer, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. And I'm there and we're in formation. I spit. And uh, just so happened the company commander was watching. He got in my face and was like, oh, <sighs> had bad breath and everything. Took my hat, made me do 50 push-ups over the spit, yada, yada, yada. But to see this in a story, that Jesus, you know what? We want it to be all pristine every time. We want it to be the same. You know, we, well, I'd seen it happen there one time, and that's the way he's going. Jesus is going to blow your mind the way he does things. The disciples are thinking, okay, the 
glory of God's going to be worked. So Jesus is going to go over and lay hands on him, and, and, he, and he spits on the ground. Gross. Not only did he spit on the ground, he started playing in it. <laughs> Am I outside of the book? And he mixes it up. Then he, then he scoops it up with his hand. They're, they're like, what in the heck is he doing? This is gross. He goes over to the guy and has the audacity. The guy's blind. He can't see it coming. <laughs> right? Hang on. Got the bag on. Like, ah! You know what? He will always shock us. And, and sometimes, oh, I, I, my, your favorite preacher or your favorite whatever from way back, and God's going to do that again. Honey, you need to, you, in the day that we live, what he's going to do is going to be outside of the normal. And we need to let him do it. If we're going to work the works of God with him. So he tells the guy that's blind, after he puts mud in his eyes, that had to hurt. Give me a break. And he said, go wash. And it's like, okay, thanks. I got to get out of here. Let me get away from this guy. His eyes are burning. He gets to the pool. He washes off all the dirt. And for the first time in his life, he sees. What, what an amazing event. Do you ever see Jesus spit on the ground again and do that? No. One time. One and done. You know, and, and so don't tell me, well, that's not the way we used to do it. Why don't we let God be God? Amen. Let, let the Spirit of God move among us. You can be, listen to me, and I'm talking to you, and you know it. You can be so steeped in tradition. That your tradition becomes more valuable to you than the real move of God's Spirit in your own life. And you will miss out on what He's doing. Now, I'm going to tell you what. There is no confusion in the kingdom. It's done decently and in an order. But man, oh man, when the Spirit's moving, you're right on the edge of crazy. Because it's outside of what our flesh is comfortable with. Man, oh man, this is good. All right, I'm almost finished though. He said, we must work, we must do the works of him who sent me. Well, it is day, for the night is coming when no one can work. <clears throat> um. Where are we in time? You know, there's going to be a time when God calls it. And we have a choice to make in our lives is whether we're going to participate in the kingdom that we're here, we're here to work uh, uh, the works of him who's called us, who sent us. We, we, oh, there ought to be a responsibility. I realize that some would come into this house today and you have, you're full of personal needs. And we are here because God is the way maker. He is the need meter. Right? But I'm, whatever the word is, 
And I realize that there are those that are weak among us that we constantly are going to maybe even carry. But I'm telling you, there's some of you here that you think every time we come together, it's about your needs being met, and you, and it's a, it's just, it's not healthy. What happens? Because I know God moves. I know what He can do. You come. You come. You. Cast your cares on him. You let us pray for you. You you yourself connect with the living God. And you become not just a needy person, but you become a worker in the kingdom. I understand some of you have gone through some incredibly difficult times. But I'll tell you what, God is greater than your time, difficult times. His grace is more. His forgiveness is complete. Quit, quit walking and, and living as if the, you're less than when God has called you to be like Him. He's, here it is. He says in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 14. After in John chapter 9, He says, uh, I am the light of the world. He says, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Then He says in Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill, cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Who lit your fire? What lights your fire? I'm telling you what, a long time ago, Jesus touched my life. In his spirit, I, I opened myself to it. And they, in the... In the Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit fell on their cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. I'm here to tell you, Jesus lit the light. And and, and the world constantly is trying to extinguish it, but I'm here to tell you, the fire that God lights in your life, it cannot be extinguished unless you choose to let it go out. It's not that because you get God's, the fire of God, the Spirit of God in your life, that all of a sudden your problems go away. Because they certainly do not. But you put them in a perspective and you continue to burn. But I'll tell you what, the idea of the, nobody lights a, a, a candle, nobody uh, lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. But some of you come in here week after week with baskets over your head. Oh, but this problem and that problem, we all got problems. Glorify God. Lift Him up more than your problems. Magnify Him and you watch what happens. Go from a need, need, need to, man, Lord, I'm going to work for you. Not, not, it's a joy to work. It's not like I'm laboring, laboring. It's just, I want that light to shine. That's all. It's not a lot of work to let your light shine. The work is taking the basket off. Then you get out of here in the bed and they try to put it back on. Refuse to put the basket on. We can name it that today. That's sermon. Don't put the basket on. You don't have to. Yeah, but oh, it's terrible. No, no, it, it, it is trouble. And, and God love you and I don't diminish it at all. But I'm telling you, God is greater than that. And so, uh, 
It says, no one lights a lamp, puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. No, it's not a works-based salvation, but I'm telling you the fruit of relationship with Jesus is a life that's lit up. It's a life that's on display. It's a life where the works don't come from that tree of good and evil. It comes from the Spirit of God in our lives, and His glory is revealed to a world through us. And I would declare to you that we need to do the works while it's yet day. For there's a night coming that, it's, it, that nobody's going to work. If you see, here's what, here's what I'm going to close with. Maybe. <clears throat> when we see prophecy unfold, and you see the world turned upside down, and, and turmoil, and wars, and rumors of wars, and, and all this going on, the last day's prophecies, which we see it around us. But as you see it, th- there's two choices. You can either choose fear and say, oh, no. Okay, look, we have the inside scoop. Do we not? This isn't taking us by surprise. We're not of the unbelievers. It's like, oh, we didn't know that was going to. We know what's going to happen because our Father's thrown us, right? Yes or no? So why would you be afraid of that? If your Father, does He love you, shows you, hey, this is what it's going to look like. So you got two choices, fear like, oh, the world's falling apart, and I can't, I'm not going to be able to get my beignets. Whatever they are. It's a, it's a French donut. <laughs> but, you know, oh, supply, t- whatever. I'm not going to be able to w- live the, 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 the spoiled lives that we've been living. Things might get tough. And, and all of this, and so I, oh, you know, I won't be able to live off. Listen, we have a choice in that moment to say to ourselves, you know what? God didn't call us. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And so the responsibility now is as this turmoil unfolds in our life, we choose to stand up and let the light burn all the brighter. And work the works of him who's called us to this time and day. And watch the glory of God. I don't know. You know, straight is the gate, narrow is the way. Few be there that find it. But we're going to find a few. We're going to be out there. We're going to put ourselves out there. Why? Because there's a night coming, not going to work. Done. Whether, Whether it is, you know, I see it all unfold or I get... So old that God says, you come home. But I've got today. And I've got, you know, and and as long as we've got that, man, oh man, don't let the bushel be put over you to extinguish what God's doing. Stand with me. I'm going to pray a prayer. Actually, I'm going to have Ned come up here right now, if he would. And we're going to go right into extended worship. And what we do here is we just play music. We pray. 
you leave when you want to leave, all right? We're probably 45 minutes, whatever. We're going to have uh, um, communion at the end. So, uh, but what we want to do, if you have nothing else to pray for, would you pray for Israel? And would you let this prayer that, that he prays right now just be, be a part of what you, this extended worship? Because I want God, uh, the, that's just an evil thing that's happened. So, do it. Father, thank you. My heart is filled with gratitude that we have an opportunity to come before your throne of grace. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are Jehovah Shalom, and that is our prayer, God, for the nation of Israel, because she is precious in your sight. For this is what the Lord God Almighty says, whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. Blessed are you, Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. He is your shield and helper and your glorious sword. Your enemies will cower before you, and you will tread on their heights. I have made you. I will carry you. I will sustain you. I will rescue you. And indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The Lord will keep you from all harm, and he will watch over your life. Father, today we join with Israel. She is precious in your sight. She is the apple of your eye, God. And though removed a world apart, God, we are from that conflict. We are united with her Today, O oh God, cast down the enemies of the Lord. Deliver them from the evil one, Father. Extinguish harm that is being raised up against that nation, O oh God. And in an instant, prove again your covenant promises over that area, Father. God, we cannot rest in our spirits knowing the harm that has befallen countless men, women, children. There are evil forces behind it, O oh God, and it is that evil that we declare your name over, Father. It is that evil, Father, that we cast down in your name. It is that evil that is bound in heaven that we bind on the earth in your name. It is that evil that is bound in those heavenly places, God, through the authority of Jesus Christ that we bind today. And we loose, oh God, those things, those promises, those covenant promises established so long ago, God, uttered by your word, which is irrefutable and cannot be taken back. It is those promises that are loosed in heaven that we loose upon Israel today in this world in Jesus' name. Let our government support, let our people pray, and let your power be demonstrated, God. We speak these things over your, the apple of your eye, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to start some music. If you need prayer... Come on, let, yes. let us pray for you. If you need healing in your body, yes. try Jesus first. If you need deliverance from oppression, I'm going to tell you the power of God is here yes. to do that. The power of our 
that we hold as believers. If you have a bushel over your head, come on down here. We'll help you take it off. Because God wants to use you for his glory. Come on and pray with us. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.